a Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Thanks for joining us. We're here. The Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast. I am your host, Christopher Shane Kiefer. That's right, we are here on a weekend special podcast for you guys and gals out there that can't wait to hear about this new Suzuki. So, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, dual sport bikes, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping is easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the premier shopping destination for all of us out there. Please, thank you guys for going shopping. I get emails. Thank you again for going to RockyMountainATVMC.com. It helps us, helps you save some money, and get your order right. Trust me, you don't want to screw up your order, especially on mail order. Also, thank you guys. Um, the guys over at Rutted Racing um, have helped me out here. Um, they bring a more fitted and more comfortable clothing line to the off-road racing community. Noticing in the industry that the only way to get a long enough shirt for the taller guy or gal was to get an oversized one that looks like trash. You know what? Best dressed. Okay? You've heard it before. Big owner, Clint, and his wife, April, took it in their own hands to bring something new to the off-road racing world. A longer, more fitted men's clothing and a softer, more comfortable fitting women's and children's apparel. If you're a taller guy or gal looking for shirts that fit or an average height rider looking for a longer yet not wider cut, Rutted Racing has you covered. They sponsor a guy, you know who we're talking about, Henry Miller, number 81. I don't know what his number is. The numbers will come out next week. Um, But he killed it this year. These guys helped him. They're a good company. You can check them out at ruttedracing.com. Order some swag. Use Kiefer 10 Get 10% off your shirts. Follow them at Rutted Racing on Instagram. So thank you, everybody. Like I said, speckle, uh, speckle, <laughs> special weekend edition Kiefer Tested Podcasts. Family's not home. Um, I just picked up the Suzuki RMZ450 2018 version. Um, like I said, it's been the long-awaited bike of the year. Um, I would say, besides the Yamaha, I would say the Yamaha and the Suzuki both have been uh, long overdue. I've been excited about both. And uh, like I said, the family's not home, so I wanted to get a podcast out to you guys before shootout start. Um, Several emails later, they said, hey, just get one done. So I rode it all day today, um, completely transparent with you guys. I've only had one day on the bike. Um, I wanted to break it in before shootouts, get some settings under my belt, and that's basically what I did today was I uh, I screwed with this bike, um, did a lot of different settings, try to get some, some more comfortable than others. Um, but what uh, we're about to go over today, you can kind of use some of your guys' base settings off of uh, what I'm talking about here um, if you're going to get an RMZ 450. So first things first, 
going from the 2017 version to the 2018 version, several internal engine changes, not huge, um, but completely on the outside, chassis-wise, bodywork, everything is revamped different. Um, swing arm, frame, everything, all the dimensions, everything is different and changed. So Suzuki desperately needed this, and uh, they've got a spring fork, thank Christ. Um, basically the same Showa fork that's on the Honda 450. And this new shock that we really haven't seen much about, the BFRC Showa shock. Um, so really, I didn't know much about it either. I haven't even, even in my internal testing that I do on on some brands, I haven't really had that much time on this shock. So um, it was playtime today. So, and that's what we went to do. Um, started early. We went late and uh, wanted to at least get you guys some uh, some feels out there, give you guys some feedback, and uh, we can rap about this. So uh, just looking at this bike, man, I have all the bikes here at home. Like I said, I have shootouts starting in a couple days. Um, it is the best-looking bike for me um, that I see out in the garage. It's super attractive. Um, I really like the Husky too as well but as far as the yellow and the blue man it is sexy I like it like I get excited too and I also get almost lit down sometimes when other bikes are really good looking and they don't work as good as they look so um, I was hoping for the Suzuki to win in this department to uh, to ride how it looks so got on the bike this morning broke her in um, initial impressions right off the bat engine doesn't feel that much different than 2017 version. Um, I have all the couplers with me. I went through all of them, tried them, and uh, decided on the lean coupler. Um, the reason being is the Suzuki is a smoother type of motor. Um, it rolls on smooth. There's really no hard hit to it like you say, like a Honda or even a Yamaha. Yamaha has a little bit of a hit, and the Honda especially has a nice pop to it when you're coming out of corners. The Suzuki doesn't have that. It has a smooth roll-on power delivery that builds RPMs calculated, and then it has a good mid-range to top. Um, there's not one point in the engine that I get super excited about, but it does do the job on the track. It has more than enough power. It's easy to ride. Um, not only did I ride it... Um, today, but I also let one of my guys that helps me here um, with some testing here, he's a vet novice and he's 210 pounds and he's a bigger guy doesn't corner that well and he really liked the power delivery um, coming off of his Yamaha just because it was more tame, it was more usable and uh, he didn't feel as intimidated by it coming into corners so um, I'll give you guys more contrast between him and I in this podcast so you guys that are heavier and a novice intermediate type of rider you guys get a feel of uh, of what it's like to ride but engine typical Suzuki feel smooth roll on power delivery is nice mid-range I would say maybe the top ends a little bit stronger this year and over rev is better to me type it, the top end is slightly better with over rev noticeably better the 17 version 
it felt like you had to ride really low on the RPM. And you still kind of do with this new bike, but you can rev it out further um, than a 2017. So Suzuki did improve the engine package. Um, it's not electric start, so you do have to kick it, for those of you that cry about that. I'm either way on it. I like electric start, but I'm not going to bitch and moan if it doesn't have it. I can kick. Um, the day that I can't kick start a dirt bike is the day I probably shouldn't go ride a fucking dirt bike. I mean, I see these guys bitching and moaning about, it is electric start. I get it. I like it too, guys. But if you can't get off your lazy ass and kick a dirt bike, dude, go play golf or do something else and drive a golf cart around to your next hole because uh, motocross off-road shouldn't be for you if you're bitching about kickstarting a bike. So we'll get to more of that later. But engine-wise, I still like this engine. Um, I know that it comes with a 12.5 to 1 compression piston. Just from experience, guys, I've put... 13 and a half to one compression pistons, you know, aftermarket pistons in this bike. Um, 2000, actually 2016 and 17 I did. And it really wakes up the bottom end. Um, I really like a 13 and a half to one compression. I think Suzuki does a 12 and a half among other brands for uh, reliability purposes. But if you guys end up do getting this bike and you feel like you do need some more bottom end hit, more excitement, Go to a 13 and a half to one compression piston, and you can still run pump gas. 13 and a half to one is the cutoff, pretty much, of where you have to start running race gas or um, you can run pump gas. So 13.5 to one. Um, I've tried several pistons. To me, ah, uh, man, um, I like JE pistons. I've had good luck with those pistons the most, um, but I've tried several, but. If I was recommending something, um, you know, for you guys out there, a JE or a CP, CP pistons are pretty good. Um, so anyway, 13 half to one, wake it up at the bottom. The coupler situation, um, they come standard, I want to say with a gray coupler. The white is the lean. Um, I, I stuck with the lean coupler. Um, the bike wasn't dirty. I figured uh, it would be a little bit dirty, standard Suzuki-ish feeling because... Um, the 17 had a, a dirty low-end kind of feel. And for those of you that don't know what dirty is, go back to these podcasts. You can learn about the language, the, the lingo of testing terms. So for those of you that didn't, shame on you and do that. But if you're listening to this, I'm going to give you what you need. Dirty feeling is like a rich feeling um, where you're kind of rolling the throttle on. It's like, blah, 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 and it's a little bit not really connected to the rear wheels, kind of like a, just a, what I call, like I said, like a dirty feel, like blah, 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 so rich, so dirty and rich are similar. The 18 didn't have that. Standard coupler, it seemed like the ECU settings with that coupler are good, but I wanted to see what it did to the power, so I went to the lean, and it woke it up a little bit from the bottom to mid-range, so I stuck with the lean coupler. No decel pop, um, standard pump gas from 76, um, ran clean, so enjoyable. Um, like I said, Suzuki improved the engine, and I do like that part a lot. So um, nothing really to write home about as far as I'm pumped on the motor, but it does a good job. It's vanilla, right? 
let's face it, it's not going to, you're not going to call your buddies on this engine and be like, dude, it's insane, bro. Like, it's so fast. Like, it gets the job done. You can roll insides, jump some doubles. You can clear some tabletops. You can do all that from the inside. Um, it's not going to rip your arms out. So kudos to Suzuki for keeping a, a fun um, yet manageable power band. So um, suspension. This is where I kind of I spent most of my day today, guys. Um, so we're going to go to three tracks for our shootouts, which is really going to put this bike to the test. But today the track wasn't all that rough. It had some bumps in it. Um, and I went over those bumps several times. They got bigger. And so I started with the sag at 105, which is kind of normal from last year, right? And as I rode it, I felt I had more problems with the rear end, with the shock, as far as maybe a little bit uh, it blows through, kind of soft um, mid-stroke feel on the shock. So I end up going back. Well, let me, let me, let me start here. I start with 105 sag. I end up going plus two on compression. And then I even went up to a half a turn on high speed and then slowed the shock down. So this helped a little bit, right? Um, the shock moves a lot. It has a freer feeling. Um, but it does pick up acceleration chop out of corners fairly well. I, I did enjoy that part. I just felt like on rolling whoops what the euros call waves um where you're leaning back and you're hanging off it kind of had an empty feeling through the midstroke and kind of blew through i didn't like that feel so i wanted to stiffen it up so for those of you who are going there try this so i went to a 103 sag um you're gonna say oh it feels a little high well it's it's not trust me so try a 103 sag um go plus two on your compression on your low speed and then maybe start out with a quarter turn on your high speed and then work on your rebound um, accordingly. Like I went too slower and then I went back and tried it and it was pretty good. Then I went one slower from stock on rebound and I liked it there. So 103 sag plus two low speed compression and a quarter to half on high speed and you can go plus two. Um, um, plus two or one on the rebound slower. So I'm sorry, you should actually say minus. So when you're talking slower, um, go minus. So try slowing the rebound down, stiffen it up. That helps. Um, this BFRC show a shock. Uh, I'm not sold on it yet. Um, not to say that it's horrible. Um, I, I did actually go over vital shootout a little bit. I didn't read the whole thing, which I will. Um, which I might add, it was it, Michael does a good job. It's a lot of work, guys, to put a shootout on, and he did a good job. But Suzuki got a lot of the bashing from these riders, and I don't feel like it, it deserves some of that. I, I think the, sh the the bike is good. The shock obviously hurt a lot of these results that I that I read, and I can see why. Um, but I think with a little work with the shock, it, it could be really good, and it can balance this bike out. So. Um, and sometimes I'll give you a little bit of a background on some of this R&D, guys. So this is this kind of stuff you don't get at any other shootout. I'm going to tell you some things here. When you have an R&D team here in America, okay, and then you have Japan that comes over to our side, the United States, and they work together to try to have a common goal and to have in a good setting so they can go to production with, 
Sometimes the American side has one thing that they like, and the Japanese side has one thing that they want to do. Most of the time, I'm not saying all the time, most of the time, Japan has the final say. You know, I've been a part of some R&D processes over the years where the manufacturers, us in America, the R&D teams, didn't like one thing, and they were the the. The Japanese were like, "Well, we're going to have to go to we're going to have to go with it anyway." So, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't know if and I don't know know this for a fact, but I feel like this new shock was more pushed from Suzuki Japan and they they wanted to get it out there because the show wanted it on one bike and they had to like, "Here's what we have. Here's what we're going to use. Find the best setting." Chances are the American side and the R&D team didn't want to have the shock on there, but they were forced to have it on there. And you got to find the right settings, and that's how shit goes sometimes in the R&D world. Like, hey, here's the shock we're going with, no matter what. So, sorry, here's what you got, and you guys got to find a good setting. So, very tough for sometimes for Suzuki or any manufacturer to get something that they want.、Um, It's not a direct reflection of the R&D team here in the United States. It's more of a collaboration, and sometimes、um, the Japan side、um, has a strong hand in things, and it goes their way most of the time. So、um, I feel like it's a finicky shock. It'll get better, I think,、uh, with some valving and have some better holdup. It just needs more dampening feel to me in the midstroke,、um, but it actually it hooks up okay in acceleration. So. The fork, you guys know, it's a 49 millimeter Showa fork, similar to what the Honda is.、Uh, it's a little soft for me.、Um, the bike only has a few hours on it, but I felt like it, it needs a little bit of better holdup. So I went、uh, plus one stiffer on the fork, helps that. Slowed the fork down one. So you guys out there, try that, stiffen it up a little bit. But I do recommend for all you guys out there. To break in your stuff a few hours and then try making these changes because once your suspension breaks in,、um, you're end up chasing your tail, so to speak, because it's going to free up, it's going to get softer. So just leave it kind of stock, set your sag,、um, and then after a few hours, start messing with clicker settings and and so on. So、um, the action of the fork is good.、Um, I like the feel of it. Actually, a little bit better than the Honda when it gets square edgy and hard pack. I feel like I have a little bit more comfort in the front end versus a Honda, so that's good news for me.、Um, we'll talk more about the chassis, which is really important.、Um, but I just feel like the rear end is kind of disconnected from the front end, where I have some good feeling in the front、um, from the fork, but the rear end needs a little bit more work. And that's probably due to me too. I need to work on some of that as well. I only have one day.、Um, six hours at the track is not something that、uh, I can dial everything in for you guys and get a correct setting. So, compared to other bikes, is it as good off the showroom floor? Probably not. Like the Vital guy said,、um, I didn't like the the way they use last place. I really don't like to use that word because all these bikes are so damn close. It just depends how you ride, which bike is better for you. So.、Um, Again, better suspension on the Suzuki. So so far we have a better engine than last year, and we have a better suspension than last year. So so far Suzuki's doing good, right? That's all you can ask for is make a better machine every year. So far from seventeen to eighteen, Suzuki is doing this. So 
I'm stoked on that process. Hey guys, you want to make some shirts up? Some hoodies? You got a logo? Do it. Screenprintingdone.com. These guys produce t-shirts, hoodies, hats, every occasion out there. Whether you need t-shirts for your employees, t-shirts for your track, t-shirts for your chick, your event, whatever. Maybe you want to start your own clothing brand. You know what? I've seen it. It's happening. All you kids out there, start a clothing brand and make some money. Buy a bike. Whatever you need, these guys can take care of you. Screenprintingdone.com. Mention Kiefer in the contact when you email them and get 10 free shirts, guys. 10 free. Even Let's say you order 10 shirts. You get 20. You get 10 free shirts. I just ordered me a bunch of new Kiefer tested shirts. He sent me 10 free shirts. It was a mixture of hoodies, tank tops, all different kinds of shit. It's really cool. Um, so hit up screenprintingdone.com. Mention Kiefer. Get 10 free shirts. Thanks. Moving on to the chassis side of things, um, this is where I got excited about this bike. Dude, the 17 chassis is pretty rigid. It's it's To me, it has a more of a rigid feeling than the Honda, and it, it probably doesn't help with the, with the fork that it came on. But now with the spring fork, the new design of the frame, I have a lot... Um, I have, a, I have a more compliant Suzuki when the track got rough today. And like I said, it didn't get super rough. I'm not out hammering motos out in the desert tracks, which I will to find this thing out because uh, sometimes these frames break in even more when they put the hours on them. But so far, I feel like the chassis has the correct amount of flex and the correct amount of rigidity to make it corner. Um, just to take note for you guys, they come with Bridgestones X30s. Uh, that tire sucks. That front tire is horrible. I do not like it. Um, I think it hurts this bike. Um, every time I went to a corner today, it was very vague. Uh, it had some push. Very unlike a Suzuki. Um, I do not like that front tire. The rear tire is okay. I wish they would have went to some Dunlop or even an X20. But that X30, I feel like, has a super hard carcass, even down to 12 pounds. I went down to 12 to 13. So those, for those of you guys getting the Suzuki, um, if you're there at the, at the shop, go buy a Dunlop MX3S or go buy a Michelin Starcross Soft. To me, those are way better tires, and you're going to get a way better front end feel from the Suzuki. So I just wanted to get that out there because I thought it really hurt the cornering capability of this bike. So chassis-wise, straight line, very good planted, not, not a lot of deflection, um, predictable. The bike doesn't do anything that you don't want it to do when you're hitting uh, third, fourth gear in a straightaway with some square edge and getting some braking bumps. Um, rigidity balance is good. Kudos Suzuki for that. Like I said, cornering still feels like a Suzuki. Um, I need a better front tire to really feel the cornering capability. I will probably do that after shootouts. And uh, get back to you with a living width pod on this bike. Uh, but um, run 12 pounds in your guys' tires on these Bridgestones. So that way it has a little bit of a flex and you can get that. But for some reason, guys, this 2018 feels a little bit heavier than last year's bike. On paper, it's not any heavier. It's the same. We are same, same. Different, but same, same. But it feels heavier on tip-in coming into corners. I can feel the weight now. 
is that uh, from riding other bikes a lot lately that are maybe three, four pounds lighter or 10, 12 pounds lighter when you're talking about the Husky and KTM. I know weight's a big issue. Everyone has a hissy fit about weight, but you can feel it. I'm going to have to go with the, you know, agree on the side of, I like a little bit of a light feeling motorcycle. That doesn't mean I need a 232 pound bike. If you're in the low 240s, that's good enough for a 450 because the Honda is not the lightest bike in the, in this whole group of 450s, and it feels light on the track. And I can corner, um, just do do a little comparison before shootouts here. Um, I rode a Honda today just for you know quick um, a baseline setting to see how this thing is, and the, the Honda corners better than Suzuki. When's the last time you heard that? You haven't heard that in a while. Usually you hear, oh, you know, you take the Suzuki off the stand, it feels like a boat, but when you ride it, it feels pretty light. Well, this year, I'm starting to feel the weight. Not really in the air, but in corners. With the smooth power that it has and the heavier feel, it's starting to be a little lazy. So, not good, right? Because that was the whole point in Suzuki is having that sharp, turning character feeling in the corners not to say that it can't carve an inside line because it can i can carve an inside line pretty good but it takes a little effort to lean in so very rare for suzuki i do think out there though guys if you have a better front tire that'll help a lot that'll help that front end grab and pull you down versus that vague feeling i think some of that sensation that i'm getting from the heavy feeling tipping is that from that front tire where i'm just washing out and I really have to focus in on dropping my front end in the line exactly. So I'm going to start getting under that a little bit, putting that under the microscope and see if it's uh, the tire or the weight. But I do feel like the weight is starting to finally catch up with the Suzuki. Um, but overall, the frame is a better absorption frame um, than last year's. And also last year's bike... Felt a little hinged in the rear. This bike doesn't. Um, it has a low feeling blowing through, like I said, in the shock, but it doesn't feel hinged when I'm rolling through like a corner or anything. It, um, the chassis doesn't have that bind and then snap back. It feels really compliant and absorption. So um, contact patch is good. I just need a better front end um, feel. So... I'm going to change those tires. So I said that six times, but that's how important it is to me because I'm a front-end steering guy. As far as, uh, you know, adjustments and, and sitting on the bike and ergos and all that, they have a better bar bend. The bar bend's pretty flat and low. Um, sitting on the bike feels narrower. I don't know the dimensions behind the two from the 2017 and the 18, but just from the shroud sitting on the bike, it feels low. It feels like I'm in the bike, not on top of it. I kind of like that feeling, and the bars are low. Uh, overall schematics of the bike, pretty seamless. Um, I don't snag my boot on the shroud. Um, I can grip the frame pretty good. It feels like the width is, is nice. Um, I did notice today that um, it has a good chain on it. I know that's not a big deal to you guys, some of you guys out there, but... The chain didn't stretch that much, and I have to adjust it 17 times. Um, with the Honda and the Yamaha, man, I have to freaking adjust that thing six times a day because it stretches out so bad, and that thing's, those stock chains on those bikes are pieces of shits. 
So the Zuki chain's pretty good. Um, just knickknack stuff that I noticed here. I marked down just gearing since you know the gearing spacing. Um, second to third gear is good. I downshift to second more on this bike um, because I feel like it doesn't have enough bottom in to pull me out of a corner. Um, would I want to change the gearing and go MXA and go up one? I don't think so. I think it's pretty good um, for the track that I was at today. I just feel like it needs more snap. But the spacing of the gearing is good. Second gear is longer than last year. I do like that, but uh, I can't run a third gear in the corners like I can on a Honda or a KTM or a Yamaha. I have to downshift to second, which is which is fine. I have no problem with it as long as it, it pulls it. And it gives me enough length out of a corner where I don't have to shift right away, which Suzuki does. It You can go down the straightaway a little bit before shifting. Uh, clutch action is a little stiff. Um, I don't remember what it was like last year just compared to some of the bikes I've been riding. Clutch pull is a little stiffer, but clutch life um, is good. I'm kind of a clutch abuser. I drag the clutch a lot to modulate my power when I ride. Instead of rolling off the throttle, I'll just slide slide that clutch lever in a little bit and kind of, you know, modulate my front end from going up. So that always engages that clutch, right? And um, it heats it up, but no fade, no drag, felt good. Um, definitely better than the Honda clutch, I feel. So overall, I, I, I like this bike. I just need to figure out the rear end just a little bit so it's not so soft. Um, a lot of potential in this, this whole package that Suzuki offered. You know, it took a while to get here. Um, I I don't know where it will rank in the shootouts. Um, I know they said it got, what, sixth? I think it got sixth in the vital shootout. Um, I have nine guys in my shootout, like I talked to you guys on the on the pre-rate, on the pre-shootout uh, show that I did. Um, you guys can go back to listen to that if you want. Um, but, I honestly, all you can ask when you get... A bike you know is it better than previous year's bikes to me I'm gonna give you the answer yes this Suzuki is better if we're talking point system if the 17 Suzuki is a 3 this new Suzuki is a 3.5 it's better does that mean it's gonna be first or second in the shootout chances probably not straight up with you guys for me right now I've ridden almost all the bikes uh, no, it's it's not going to win, but it's definitely better. Could it finish fourth, third? Could very well in my shootout. Yes, um, if I can figure out the shock a little bit more, um, I think it can. Uh, I like this bike a lot. I'm going to do a lot of muffler testing with this bike. I'm going to do a shootout with mufflers on on the RMZ 450 this year. Um, I'm going to try to work on the suspension a little bit and see where this goes. I, I have a good time riding this bike. Do you think I can lay my fastest lap times down on this bike? Probably not. Um, I like a little bit more excitement, like I said, on down low. So if they can get some of that back, um, I think that's only going to help them more. Um, hopefully, maybe they go to 13 half to 1 compression next year and get some more oomph. I heard they're going to probably go to electric start, but they're going to have to lose weight if they're going to do that. So they just can't be sticking electric start and have a 253-pound uh, motorcycle. So um, hopefully, they'll, they'll start working on that. Um, MSRP on this thing is $88.99. Um, I gave you guys some base settings to try out on your new Suzuki when you get it. We will go over more of these settings in our shootouts. Um, I will be back 
You guys wake up Tuesday morning. You should have a podcast up for shootouts um, from the first day. Uh, results, give you some settings on each bike. And uh, hopefully the Suzuki is uh, fares well. Um, I have a feeling a lot of guys are going to like it. And it was a fun day riding this thing. So kudos to the guys from Suzuki. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, Chris Wheeler, he is the race team guy now at Suzuki. But he had a lot of input on this bike because he's an R&D guy. Um, and I feel like he did a, you know, he did a good job. Um, I don't know how much help he had. I know they didn't have a lot of test guys at the time. He was pretty much the only guy. So that's a big responsibility. And that's a lot of work. And I think he handled it pretty good, you know, because it very well could have gone the other way where you could have had this new bike and it was shittier um, than the 17, which this bike isn't. So um, for you Suzuki guys out there that love Suzuki's, you're going to love this bike. Okay, so much better than your guys' current bike. Um, get a different front tire. We'll get some shock settings worked out for you all and uh, have a better life with a Suzuki. So thanks for joining me. Um, hope this answers some questions. Um, if you guys do have any questions, you can always hit me up at chris at keferinktesting.com. Please, guys, I have shirts. Order some shirts. Um, it's not a huge deal, but, you know, you can walk around your Kiefer testing shirt. That's that's cool for me. I like that. I'm glad uh, you guys support me, and I appreciate all the, the cool emails and the feedback I get on social media. You can follow me at kkiefer120 on Instagram or at kkiefer120 on Twitter. Um, try to keep the DMs to a minimum. The wife doesn't like me answering questions in bed at 1030 at night. She would rather me be doing other things. And I will leave it at that. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.